Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tim Payne just said, do we have to bowl it? I think they've called it. Yeah, typically it would be handshakes all around. It's fist pumps in these crazy times that we live in. But we have just witnessed one of the great escapes, India. Passion, determination, pride, and a hell of a lot of talent. We have got a decider at the Gabba after India bravely battled out the final day to draw the third Vodafone test at the SCG. After India lost captain Ajinka Rahane early in the second over of the day, it looked as though Australia might run away with a victory, but Rishabh Pant changed the complexion of the game. Pant took the attack to the Aussies, hitting three sixes and 12 fours in trademark swashbuckling fashion. Catch! He goes again, shouts of catch, and he's got a lot of battle again. Two in a row from Pant. <laughs> is this a big bash or is this day five of a test match? Rishabh Pant. It looked certain to score a century, but it was out for 97 to Nathan Lyon just before the second new ball was taken. And nine overs later, his patient partner, Cheteshwar Pajara, was bowled for 77 by Josh Hazelwood. He left Australia 43 overs to get the final five wickets, but Hanuma Bahari and Ravi Chandra Ashwin dug in to bat the remainder of the day and ensure the draw, despite being peppered with bounces and some fairly unfriendly banter. Australia had their chances, putting down four catches, but in the end, the Indians were just too good. We spoke to Hall of Famer Ricky Ponting after play to get his thoughts on all the action and what to expect at the Gabba. Ricky Ponting, we've got a decider in Brisbane after India held on for an epic draw. How do you sum up what you saw today? Uh, it's not still hard to fathom, I think, to get over the fact that Australia had 130-odd overs to bowl India out on a day five pitch and weren't able to get it done. Um, you know, they, they bowled reasonably well. Um, you know, a few catches went down which didn't, help, but I think you've got to give a lot of credit to India and, and the feeling sort of determination that they showed through the course of, you know, yesterday afternoon and then today and, you know, thinking that, you know, their captain goes second over the day and it was like, oh, here, here we go, we might be we might be over it around lunchtime or just uh, over after lunch, but, you know, the, the result that they showed today, you know, Rishabh Pant was outstanding and Bahari and Ashwin, um, you know, just were penetrable, so... Um, yeah, full credit to them. But one, I think the Australians will sit back and that'll that'll hurt them. I think. Yeah, well, looking at the the Australians, um, can you notice anything differently they'd like to do tactically? Do they bowl in the right areas? Is it something they they will look back and say, "Geez, I wish we we did more of that." Look, I think they tried most things. To be honest, I I was really surprised day four and day five how little variable bounce there was compared to day three. Day three, it was you know going up a bit, fewer staying down. Day four. BLS and it was like today for our quicks, there's hardly anything played up at all, certainly bounce wise. There was still you know, a little bit of reverse swing, whatever else, but hardly anything um, variation wise out of the surface at all. Even for Nathan, like it, I, I think I said the other day, it, it spun pretty much the same on day one as what it spun on day five. There wasn't much breaking up, and because Starkey didn't bowl very much, there weren't many footmarks for Nathan either. So um, I think the Australians would be surprised at how well the wicket held together. And to be honest, I think India would be, probably be quite surprised at that, the same thing. Yeah, let's go back to, to Risha Pant. 97, 
12 fours, three sixes. He just can change the complexion of the game and was just very unlucky not to get those three figures in that Test Match 100. Uh, what did you make of that? Not cricket. They promoted him to number five and um, it looked like a masterstroke. Yeah, well, they had they had to do that if they were a chance of winning the game. Simple as that. If they hadn't got Bahari and Pajara in there together, then they were no chance of winning. So, um, yeah, very good proactive captaincy or coaching wherever everyone wants to move Rishab up. And because even if he's not being ultra-aggressive, he just scores quick anyway. And, you know, for India to stay in, in being a chance of winning, they needed to do that. So, um, look, he played. He had a little bit of luck, obviously. Put, Tony put him down a couple of times. But I think he showed that he's, you know, it's not just all crash and bang with him. I think it's probably, people probably think that he's just an out-and-out slogger. And, uh, but there's a lot of skill involved. And he's a, he's a proper test match batsman to the point today where we had a lot of the commentators saying, you know, can he play as a specialist batsman in his middle order and have Saha keep? So, look, it was a, yes, it was a master stroke to put him up there, but he's still got to play the innings and, and, and he did it. You know, and he, he does it with, he does it his own way. He does it with a bit, a bit of swagger and a bit of confidence and, you know, taking on line like he did today, with, even with fielders out. Uh, says that he backs himself and, and backs his skill set. So, um, you know, and I know him really well. I've obviously worked with him for three years at Delhi. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I, and I said at the start of this, the series that there was a chance for him to really submit himself as a, um, you know, as India's keeper batsman for another 10 or 12 years. And, you know, innings like today will go a long way to helping that. Do you see him now as a more of a batter? I mean, uh, he's keeping his come under scrutiny and there's going to be injuries to deal with heading into that fourth test match. Does he play as a batter in Brisbane? Um, well, it depends how much they want to strengthen the batting. Obviously, Judeja will go out for them and, and looks like Bahari will probably go out as well. So they, they potentially bring another batter uh, in for um, Bahari and, and could bring Saha in for Judeja or they can go the other way and bring two batsmen in um, and and keep with Rishab again. So I think it would depend if they think, you know, pretty sure and Agarwal can give them more than um, one of those two plus Saha with a bat. So, um yeah, that's, yeah. Who, who knows what they'll do? But I, look, I, I think he's good, I think he's good enough to play. Um, you know, if they were to play uh, another batter, they could bat that batter at five and wish that stays at six, and uh, Saha can come in at seven. That that looks pretty good to me. Yeah. Well, Pant was going for the runs. Pajara was at the other end uh, and made another half century, seventy-seven this time. But Ricky, he was more positive than he was in the first innings. Yeah, he was, um, and he needed to be. And I think Rishabh helped that as well. I think you know, we, I think we've seen a couple of times through this series that just having one partner at the other end that's sort of getting things moving can make it easier for the other guy. I think we saw that with uh, who was it, Rahane and someone in Melbourne. How did Pajara again? Was it? Uh, no, it was, it was Pant and um, Rahane when Pant came in in Melbourne and got Rahane moving as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that's why I think Rishabh's so important to that their lineup because he comes in and plays that way. He puts pressure on the bowlers and. If you're putting pressure on um, yourself, then you know it can take the pressure off the other guy, and I think that's what's happened um, a couple of occasions in this series. But Pajara today, he looked, he played more today, like he played on the last tour out here. I mean, the last tour out here, yes, he batted for a long time, but if he got a bad ball, he was jumping all over it. I think you know this series in particular, he just looked like he's been a little bit too defensive to me, and he probably proved to himself today that if he just backs himself a little bit more, he can score, you know, can score quick enough. So Pant and Pajara fall either side of the second new ball. That was the last week at Australia captured on the day. Vahari and Ashwin batted out the next 43 overs. They were hit repeatedly. Vahari did his hamstring and together they took on all the sledging from the Aussies. Have you seen a, a braver partnership by a touring team on Aussie soil, Rick? 
yeah, there have been some good partnerships over the years. I mean, Dale Fain and JP Dillman at the MCG was a pretty big partnership in the concept, context of that series. Raul Driver, whoever he batted with in Adelaide when he got 200 there and won that test match would have been a big partnership. Yeah, but that's today. That's today. I mean, that, that's against one of the best. And we've been talking about it for a while. Maybe the best fast bowling attack, or sorry, bowling attack full stop in the world on day five. Um, you know, with a, with a chance of their team going 2-1 down and, um, you know, not being able to win a series. That Yeah, so that today rates really highly. You know, well, I think it was 259 balls or something together. Um, and when you break it down, there weren't so many chances. I think that would be the thing that Australia would be most concerned about. They weren't able to create many chances through those 40-odd overs, which um, which has probably got them all scratching their heads a little bit. But, you know, it says a bit about the pitch, but also says a bit, bit about the, the character and determination that those two guys showed in that partnership. Yeah, Tim Payne had his hands full today with the keeping, uh, the captaincy. He dropped a couple of chances, as you said, one late off Mitchell Stark. He's also getting stuck into the batters. Is that where it becomes difficult for a keeper to be captain with so much going on late in the day, just being able to focus on your role as captain and keeper at the same time? I mean, it must be very difficult. Yeah, of, of course. Of course it gets difficult. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate as a captain and when you've got to worry about you know, keeping and all that sort of stuff at the same time, then, yeah, it, it's... Uh, you know, and the frustration of not being able to get one of the tail enders or a couple of tail enders. You know, it's poten- potentially a, a test match sort of slipping away from you. Of course, it's, it's frustrating. Um, but even I think by his own admission, he probably feels he probably let himself down a little bit with some of the stuff that went on today. But um, yeah, that's what that's what I guess the heat of the battle can bring out. Um, yeah, I, I heard him talking at the end of the day. He sort of said it was all a bit of fun, and I oh, saw him patting Ashman on the back and shaking hands and everything at the end of the day's place. I'm sure there's no hard feelings at the end of it. But, um, yeah, hard work. Um, late in a test match when everything's on the line and nothing's going your way, it can be very frustrating. What's it like when you're out in the middle and you're chasing a victory like that? I mean, how do you control your emotions when you're out there? Oh, well, I was never that good at it either, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> you know, it's a bit, a bit the same with my heart on my sleeve sort of thing, trying to do everything you can to win a, win a game and win a test match. But, yeah. Look, you just got to almost take yourself out of the actual moment that's happening there and then and, just think, and, and sort of think ahead a little bit, to be honest. Like, if you, you get too caught up in the actual moment, you can lose sight of what might be might be coming for you down the track. And I think, you know, today, um, I think it'll be a good learning experience for all of those all of those players. You know, they're, they're all probably sitting back there now thinking what they could have done differently through the course of the day. But to be honest, I don't think there was a lot more that they could have done. They tried lots of different bowling plans and, um, you know, Nathan changed ends a couple of times and Marnus had a few overs, Green had a few overs. Um, unfortunately, they just weren't good enough. The wicket didn't deteriorate like I'm, I'm sure they thought it would and the chances weren't created. How does JL, the coach, Justin Langer, respond to this? We saw in Headingley 2019, he, the next day he sat them down and watched the last hour of play. Different sort of situation, this match to, to that one at Leeds. But how do you think he'll he'll handle this result and, and get the guys up for the Gabba test? Oh, I don't think there would have been a lot of yelling and screaming. I think, you know, Justin's been in the job for a long time and understands and trusts these players, um, you know, like his own, like his own kids now. Um, so yeah, I'm sure there'll be some, there'll be some soul searching amongst the players. Um, look, I don't know how he would have, uh, how he would have handled it. I'm not sure if they, if they would have had a debrief at the end, if they give him a day and sit down and do it then. Um, I'm not sure, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, they have, they have played a good test match without winning. Um, and I think if they get too bogged down in the fact that they didn't win, then it, you know by the time they turn up in Brisbane, they were still hanging on to um, to the negative side of it. So um, I, I think it's whenever this this stuff happens, like a draw like that or a game that you should have won that you didn't, it's better to get you know the, the thinking and talking done as soon as you possibly can, and move on as quickly as you can because it's only a few days 
before they're rocking into the next test match. Um, and they need to go to Brisbane with the, the understanding that they did outplay India through this test match, certainly for most of the test match, and take the positives from it and leave the negative stuff here in, uh, in Sydney. Yeah, what well, sets up a mouthwater and a cider at the Gabba. Both teams uh, have got some members in the injury ward. Let's start with the Aussies. Will Bukowski hurt his shoulder today. He went for scans uh, tonight. We don't know the results of that just yet. And Dave Warner, as we know, isn't anywhere near 100%. Who do they look for if, if those guys aren't available? I, mean, I guess we've got to wait and see. But uh, there's some ready-made replacements in that squad just to come in and, and bolster the batting if uh, those guys need a rest. Yeah, Dave, look, Dave will be fine. I've got no worry about him at all. Um, as far as I was concerned, he got through that test match. Um, the way everyone would have expected him to, I don't think anyone expected him to be absolutely 100%, but there was, you know, he wasn't even had to be hidden the field that much, to be fair. He, he ran around a fair bit in the field during the game. So, he, look, he's no worries as far as I'm concerned. Pekovsky, on the other hand, is a bit of a worry. Um, you know, I picked up earlier in the game, for some some sort of outfield throws that he was throwing in, that it looked like he had a quite a sore shoulder anyway, and then that dive today, you know, won't have done it much good. But the thing that I'm worried about with him and a guy playing his first Test match, not to be back out on the field at the end of the day, to me, that's a real worry. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're a young bloke and there's a Test match on the line, I, I'm pretty sure I know I would have done absolutely everything I could to get back out there. So. That says to me that he probably couldn't function properly today. If he couldn't function properly today, then I, I, I would assume that he's in serious doubt for Brisbane. If he's in doubt for Brisbane, then I think it's going to be Marcus Harris. I'll probably have to come back in and, and open the batting. Right. You don't want to put Wade back up the top there and put head back in the middle order? One test. Leave the bloke out for one test and bring him back. I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure what they'll do. But as you, you know, the more I think about it, if it's... Um, look, it might depend how long Will's out for. Although they haven't got any test cricket for a while, have they? So... It might be the easiest to go back um, to that, to, to sort of wait at the top. But you, um, yeah, I, look, I honestly don't know which, which... It probably makes more... Actually, the more I think, it probably makes more sense to go back and wait up at the top and, and bring a Travis head in the middle order. Okay. And are there any thoughts on refreshing the bowling attack? I mean, it's been a gruelling test match. It's back-to-back games. I mean, that, cru- that toss in Brisbane is going to be so crucial if the Australians have to bowl first. It could be some um, tired bowls out there. Uh, they're all elite bowls. We know that. There's no James Pattinson... He's out, but um, any thought on, on freshening up the quicks? Well, who's there? Nisa. Nisa and who? And Sean Abbott. Nisa and Abbott. Yeah, no, no I wouldn't be bringing either of those two guys in. Um, um, you know, Starkey was probably disappointed with the way this test match has gone. He, um, the other two guys are, are bowling absolutely brilliantly. What have they got? Three days now, three or four days to freshen up again. I think the fact that Cam Green's in the side, yep. you can now afford to push those guys. Uh, for another game, even if they are sort of getting to the end of it a little bit or feeling a little bit um, a little bit more tired than, than normal, I think that's, you know that's where I think Green becomes such an important part of this team. Not just for what he brings to the bat, but just the chop out he can give the fast bowlers at different times will be will be handy for them. So I would continue on with it with the same lot. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll, I don't think they'll even consider resting him. Who goes to Brisbane with the mental edge? Yeah, that's a good question too. Um, India won't take any. India won't take any advantage up there. I mean, playing in Brisbane, yeah. and we all know the record that Australia's got. Um, you know, India again are going to have a couple of injury concerns out of this game, so they've got to find another couple of guys in. So um, Australia, Australia will have the edge going to Brisbane. One on its record, and two that you know, hopefully, if Will's okay, they won't have to make any changes. But if Will's not, then they'll only make one change, and, uh, and they have you know played a. a had a pretty dominant performance in this game. So I think Australia still take the edge up to Brisbane. 
And finally, um, what are you expecting to fold up there? Your series prediction was 2-1, so it might be 2-1 one way or the other, but what are you expecting to, to happen up at the Gabba? Well, the way it's gone so far, I'm actually – the games that I thought would work out have worked out the way that I thought they would. I thought that it'd be – did I say this one? Sydney was going to be a draw? I think I did. Yeah. Um, and the Australian will win Adelaide and Brisbane. So um, let's, wait and, let's wait and see how we go. But I – I mean, Saini, Siraj, Boomer, Boomer will bowl. Boomer will be very, very good up there. I still think Siraj and I mean Saini playing his second game. He was he was only average. I thought in this game, um, you know, Brisbane might fit him a little bit more with the pace and bounce and stuff. Um, but if you match both teams up, I still I still think Australia has got a better a better team, uh, a better group of players, and I expect them to I expect them to win in Brisbane. That's it for this episode of Ricky's Recap. Be sure to subscribe to the Unplayable Podcast so you don't miss an episode this summer. And for all your breaking news, live scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.